Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. We're honored, honored to come across your airwaves and radios. And here we are with my friend Stephanie. And, uh, you know, we're glad that we have Stephanie to bounce things off of and stuff because she's just, you know, she's so messed up. It's easy to, that we always get the funny things. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're hey, so funny. Hang Doug. on. I wanna, I've always wanted to press my laugh track. Hang on a second here. All right. <laughs> That's the first time I ever got to press my laugh track in history. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I think what makes this podcast, honestly, Stephanie, no picking on you, no picking on me, but we've both been through some junk in life. And the great yeah. news is everybody listening to us are just people who've been through junk in life. Uh, I remember years ago, I was reading about uh, uh, Eisenhower. Someone said to Eisenhower on the campaign trail, President Eisenhower, Dwight D., Someone said to Double D, as his uh, Secret Service agents called him, they said, but your history is, uh, uh, you got some messed up things in your history, and you did through, went through this or something like that. And Eisenhower said during the election, if, if the only people who voted for me are people who've had messed up lives, I'd still win by an overwhelming majority. So we got a whole bunch of it. Wow. It's, not, it's not just you, uh, <laughs> Stephanie. It's not just me. It's people who listen to us. But Stephanie, we were talking yesterday and we got to the point where we were talking. Remember, we talked about unfaithfulness and people who mess us over. And I said, we'd keep that going. And we started talking about, and I yes. said at the end, but don't be jaded folks. And uh, I made the comment, you know, everybody's redeemable. Everybody can be that person that can come back and come to know the Lord. But you got to verify, you got to prove, but everybody's redeemable. So I want to talk about that, Stephanie, and you came on and, and honestly, it was very eloquent what you were saying and where you were going with it. So I let you go and we went up a little bit past our time. So we had to, had to shut down real Mm -hmm. quick. But again, we're on the other side of that insecurities that people give us because they're unfaithful, they're jerks, they're no good. And we got to that place at the end of that, where I said, everybody's unredeemable everybody's redeemable. Everybody, God can fix people. Paul would have been perfectly happy if Alexander the coppersmith got right. Uh, we would be perfectly happy if people become redeemable and, and God can redeem everybody. You know, we have redemption through him, through his blood is what we're told forgiveness for our sins. Everybody has that according to the riches of his grace in whom we have redemption. So again, you know, we can get redemption from him, and so can others because we have that. He gave himself for us that, that might redeem us from all inequity and purify himself in a peculiar people with those peculiar people, zealous of good works. And so I think, Stephanie, I said all that to give you the floor back because I want to give you a few minutes now to talk about this. But the bottom line I want to say is all of us have come out of weird places. All of us have issues, but you know, when people are unfaithful against us, Stephanie, when people hurt us, when people stab us, when people are sitting in that room with you, gaslighting you, uh, messing you over, trying to ruin your life and it hits you and all that, but they're redeemable, right? There, there's a way, there's a path for them, right? 
Yes, yes. Um, we serve a God of redemption. And that when you look at Jesus' earthly ministry, his ministry was one of redemption. Yeah. Whether it was from physical illness, for sure spiritual illness. You know, you look at all the situations where Jesus worked, thy faith had hath made thee whole. How many times do we hear that? Or go and sin no more to the woman who was quote unquote caught in the act of adultery, which is you know, that's again the Pharisees viewed her as unredeemable. They viewed her as a piece of trash. And it's ironic to me that she was caught in the act of adultery, but they didn't bring the man because it takes two to commit adultery. True adultery takes two. It does, yeah. And um, so it's very interesting to me that the way that, that Jesus approached that, especially when you've been in, in a situation where something's very off, when you see how Jesus approached that, it, it's very revealing. Um, but in all these cases, obviously the, their spiritual redemption was his, was his ultimate desire, but the spirit, soul, and body are all intertwined. Yeah. Our emotions, our mental state, all of that is all intertwined with that and how God wants to redeem all of us. He doesn't just want to redeem you spiritually obviously yes he wants he died for you he loves you enough that he sent his son to die for you on the cross to save you from your sins he offers that gift of eternal life and says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved that if you'll confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved he's offering that gift um by faith by faith you're saved through grace it's not of yourselves the gift of god not of works lest any man should boast. So he offers this gift, but with salvation from sin in the sense of being spiritually saved, God wants to do so much more in you. And this whole idea of redemption is very precious to me right now. Yeah, yeah. Because God's trying to do it in my life. And it's scary. It is very scary because it means trusting it means opening yourself up to being a little bit vulnerable to God in maybe a way that, can I really trust God for this? Yeah. Can I trust him to heal me physically? Can I trust him that he's working a plan that's going to glorify himself in a way I can't comprehend? And yes, we can trust God to do those things because we really believe that he is our great physician. And that means he wants to heal all of us. He wants to redeem all of us. And I think of the story of Rahab. Mm. Rahab the harlot, she had lived such a horrible life. She had lived the life of a prostitute. And can you imagine how awful life was for her in that pagan city of Jericho and how horrendous, and yet inside she was breaking, inside she was so broken, broken enough that she was attracted to those two spies that came Mm. into that city and she took them in not to use them. She took them in to know who their God was. She took them in because she was searching for redemption. And then she hazarded her life to hide them, to protect them, to help them escape. And that's redemption. And then how God then as Jericho falls to the Israelites and they come in and she ends up marrying one of those spies. And then she has a child whose name is Boaz. Yeah. And Boaz ends up being the husband of Ruth who needed redemption. And we have two women whose lives had been turned upside down by sin and by trauma 
that God made part of the line of Jesus Christ. And that is what redemption looks like. It's God taking people who this world looks like and, and sad to say Christians would look at and say they have no value anymore. Yeah. And God specializes in taking those people and redeeming them because guess what? He can shine through them That's right. in a way that will shut the mouths of lions. Well, and you know what it comes down to, Stephanie, and this needs to be said too, our identity is in Christ. And I know That's even right. now as we speak that when this airs, next week or the week after, uh, when this airs, there's going to be uh, women and ladies listening to this who used to be involved in prostitution, who, yes. uh, who were sexually trafficked as children, who've been through terrible things. But but our identity, you know, a redeemed identity is, uh, you know, I in God's eyes, uh, two people standing next to each other, one saved at four years old and the other one saved as a prostitute out of the business. Yes. Look exactly the same to God. That's they've been, right. They've been washed in the blood of the lamb. And That's so, exactly and, right. and so being redeemable, and this is what I like about what Stephanie's saying. She's learning every day. You know what I've learned about Stephanie? Stephanie's an emotional dude. All right. I'm just being upfront with you. And I know she's a dude at, all right. I call her dude, but listen, here's, <laughs> here's what I'm going to tell you right now is every one of us, need to be so broken at times that we can see what God's trying to do with us. And sometimes yeah. these trials are hard and I've never met anybody who's been through more trials than, than Stephanie Wesco. I'm j- I'm just being honest with you. And I know, ah, oh, you're her best bud, whatever. You're one of her best buds, whatever. I get that. But I'm just telling you that the one thing I've learned from Stephanie is when we're broken, we get to re- God gets to rebuild us. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so Stephanie, you came up with a song or something. I don't know what you came up with. What did you, what, what what was it? What'd you come up with? So this is a song and I honestly don't know the title, but it's, it's about being redeemed. And it came to mind as we were talking about this. Um, and the chorus says I'm redeemed, but not with silver. I am bought, not with gold, but bought with a price, the blood of Jesus, precious price of love untold. And that's the bottom line. It's it's the love of Jesus Christ is what redeems us. And the love, this is the beautiful thing, Doug. God gives us a chance to be a part of the redemption of somebody else by showering the love of Christ on them. And that is the incredible, beautiful privilege we are given that that is supposed to be flowing. You know, we live in a world that is falling apart. And anybody who can't see that is nuts. Yeah. But it's falling apart, not because of sin in the sense of wicked people, because the world's always been wicked. It's falling apart because Christians are so filled with themselves and so filled with their own righteousness that is as filthy rags before God that they can't they can't stand the stench of helping. They can't stand the stench of a, of a wounded person. They can't stand the the, the fact that Perhaps the soldier next to them is bleeding and yeah. dying, and they can't Amen. they can't handle the thought of giving of themselves, and that's what's killing our world. It's not the lost; yeah. it's Christians that are so filled with right. themselves. If if anybody, if anybody, I'm getting what Stephanie's saying here. This is good, man. I mean, if there's anybody who should be pulling these people off the battlefield and hugging them and loving them and pointing them to a Lord and Savior, it should be us. Yes. If there's anybody who should be worried about our fellow soldiers, it should be us. If there's anybody who should correct the record, it should be us. If, if you know, uh, look at Rahab here. Now, see, I'm always been, I've always been messed up about this, Stephanie. 
I've always been messed up that this lady's a prostitute. Why'd she become a prostitute? Well, she was probably broke. I don't know. The devil got her. But that she woman, could have been human trafficked. I mean, you're talking about a that was pretty sick. But you know what happened with her? You know what her identity in heaven is? Follower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Godly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a follower of Jehovah. You know, she got right. And uh, anyway, we got to go ahead and run to these stations. We're coming right back. We're going to be, it's going to be real quick. So hang with us here a second. We'll be right back. So, Stephanie, we find ourselves in the book of Proverbs. Still, we're in the 25th proverb. We're on the 23rd verse. It says the north wind. And so as we go over here and we look at that, I want to make sure, uh, just for a minute, my head gets, does your head ever get messed up and you get lost for a second reading your Bible? It says the oh, north all wind. Oh, the time. <laughs> yeah. I started reading 24 after 23. The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance. Now, think about that a backbiting tongue. So like the north wind that comes in and driveth rain away, and and uh, so doth an angry countenance. Now, I, w- I want to talk about an angry countenance. Stephanie, what's an angry countenance? Mm. Well, um, huh. It's really bad because I can picture that very well at the moment. Yeah. Um, and you can't and- give names. That's the bad thing, you know? Uh, no, it's Because we're not giving no. them it for another year or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it- <laughs> we'll give them later. <laughs> no, an angry countenance, the countenance of someone, you know, I've seen one of these recently and it's the countenance of someone who's given place to the devil. Yeah. And that's a very scary thing, but it's written in their eyes. It's written in how they respond it's it's the it's the face of someone who has given place to the devil in their lives and they're blind to it most of the time they don't even see what they've done yeah you know the whole idea behind countenance is there like you say the facial expression the eye expression the it almost doesn't it seem to you like their people are a little bit disturbed sometimes yes and, very and then it takes it to another level on this verse and it starts to talk about the the backbiting and 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 things of that nature so we know people like this right we we know a lot of people yeah. like this and 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 folks i think we should look at the countenance of people i think we should look at you know we talk about our children and you know when we raised our children we did everything within our power to make sure that we put our children in front of the right people uh people who were mm-hmm. like us our kids really didn't spend nights at people's house we just weren't really that comfortable with that and and things of that nature you know we really had to know people and trust people and 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 all that kinds of thing but I think here Stephanie you know when we think of this countenance and we we think of that we should do the same thing for ourselves yeah we should be looking out for people we know when people stink right we got we got that feeling in our gut we know that hey we and and you know so if you're around a backbiter with a bad countenance with those eyes with that evil look those evil things that's not somebody you know you go grab a a a sandwich with you know that's not that's not somebody you hook up with at starbucks i mean these people can bring you down yeah so and and we can see that in people i mean right i can i mean i always say whoa definitely it's like a 1960s cartoon except not as overt you know where the eyes get real beady and and there's things you know there's things that we know the holy spirit of god and dwelleth within it tells us it is better now this is a tough one right here it's better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman and in a wide house now this is one of those (laughs) 
those verses. And, uh, but again, it's talking about, um, you know, hostile speech, you know, when someone's upset, when life is upside down, a bad tongue, uh, it can mess you up. You know, the contention that goes off there, you're better off on top of a little corner of a roof where you could fall off or on top of a house, uh, you could go down. You, you know, if you're living situation, um, is that bad? I mean, you're better off. You need to get that right. And, yeah. uh, you know, Christian women don't live like this. Christian men don't live like this. A husband or a wife should not have to go up on top of their house and hide from somebody, you huh. know, but it's telling us you're better off living up on top of that roof than you are with a knucklehead. Yeah. Well, and what's sad is Doug, we've, I, and I want to phrase this carefully because I don't want to falsely accuse anybody. Yeah. But we have created in our Christian world, again, out of selfishness, out of <laughs> out of desire to feel cushy about ourselves, that we really don't want to know what anybody's going through. We don't really want to know if somebody's suffering. And that is shameful that, that's, that that is how a lot of Christians function now. And it's scary because if that's your mindset, you will turn a blind eye to abuse. Yeah. God does not take lightly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just saying that it's, it's a terrible thing to even hear that really. But it, it, can you imagine that people turn a blind eye to abuse? And, and, and so folks, and I'm not making a false accusation because I've seen that happen. No, no, I have too. There's people out there that just have grace, get over it, suck it up. Uh, you know, let me tell you something. If you're listening to this radio and you've ever said had grace to somebody who's been physically or mentally abused, you need to get right with God and get on your knees and get saved. That's yeah. where you need to be. And if you, if you claim to be saved and you're telling people to have grace on people who've been physically and mentally abused, I'm sorry, you're not right with God. You're not, I, I have, yeah. I got a question whether or not you're saved and, yeah. uh, you need to stop that. People need to heal. People need to know they got folks on their side, people who love them. And always the people who say this are these so-called experts, you know, with these great educations who've been around the world and seen all these things. And, I, you know, and just I'm saying that because it's not true. It's always these people who think they know everything. It's always, and it's the same people that come begging because they don't take care of their own resources and they don't take care of their own selves. Yeah. They're the ones who stab you in the back. And, uh, now that's just yeah. my life talking. All right. This is my life. Talk. Everybody who's ever stabbed me or people that I've helped considerably. I mean, look at that old pastor yeah. who I got the job to look at that old missionary who was fired. These are people that I went and pulled out of the pit and, yeah. uh, uh, and they be, they should have stayed in the pit. If I had to do it all over again, I'd fill the pit with water. And, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, I won't. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't say that out loud. I'm going to take that off. You guys don't have to worry about hearing this. So anyway, <laughs> as cold water, like I really do edit out anything here. <laughs> I should have just filled the pit and made them swim for their lives. But anyway, and but you know, we still love people. Teach They're still redeemable. Yeah, we're still, everybody's still redeemable, forgivable. But what, what I want to tell you, and I, I think this is real important because Stephanie just hit the crux of something that really bothers me. Um. We as Christians, we as people who love people, you know, Christian means Christ-like, right? We pray yeah. for things, we love things, and, uh, and we do all that if anybody should be compassionate to those folks who've been hurt. If anybody should be compassionate to people who've been through uh, this terribleness on earth, 
if anybody, Stephanie, should be compassionate, it's got to be us, right? Yes. Yep. And if some have compassion, making a difference. Yeah. And, and Jude didn't put that in there for nothing. That's inspired, right? Every word of the Bible's inspired. And, uh, and, but if anybody should be compassionate, if anybody, I, I don't know, this is what I think, Stephanie. Now you and I have issues. Okay. We're too far to the empath side. We're too far to the emotional side. We both agree with that. I think you agree with that, right? I mean, your body's always yes. got too much water and you're letting it out your eyeballs. I'm the same, yeah. um, but don't you think that people who even are as freak meter to one side, uh, don't you think that compassion should just flow from those who've been washed with the blood of the lamb? Yeah, no, it, compassion should, it should describe us. When you reach the point where you cannot cry over the condition of someone else, where that, where that doesn't bother you or where you can laugh or become hardened when you hear that someone's been through. So this again, this is very, very real for me right now. But yeah, when someone opens themselves up enough and is vulnerable to tell the truth that's been through abuse, and instead of being loved, they get slapped around for it, that's, that's murder. And if I can just put it that bluntly, when you do that to someone, you might as well shoot them. What kind you of love well is that? Slit their throat yeah. because that is that it is a, it is a murderous spirit. And what kind of love is that? I mean, what kind of love slaps around somebody who's been abused? What kind of love questions somebody who comes to them and has been abused? What kind of love? And friends, I know a lot of you listen to us have been abused. I know a lot of you listen to us have been hurt. I know a lot of you listening to us know exactly what we're talking about. And I think if we get anything out of this today, if we leave in the next 40 seconds and say, we love you, make sure you get a hold of us before we say that, listen, if you've got that kind of love in your life, that's not love. That's wicked. That's of the devil. It's wrong. People should not treat you that way and uh, don't be treated that way that's not the kind of love that comes from a relationship with jesus christ you know there's not pain that comes with the relationship with jesus christ it's not hurt i mean there's edification there's conviction but there's never condemnation there's never lying there's never no hey listen we love you folks and if you've been there don't put up with that kind of stuff that's not love that's hate that's hatred. Yeah. That's evil. That's wicked. We sure do love you. Hey, if we can do anything for you, you know, again, it's Doug at Wounded Spirits. Love to tell you about the ministry. Contact me. Help the Wounded Spirits. Helpthewoundedspirits.com has TV shows out there. You want to watch them. We just finished primers, Stephanie. 20-minute primers for churches who've got PTSD groups. They can turn on the primer, use a sheet that we provide, they fill out, and run a PTSD class right there at your ministry. But listen, make sure you pray for us. We'll pray for you. We sure do love you, folks. Have a great day. May God bless you. Hey, wear that smile that only God can give you today. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.